to Golf Betting Club's The Closing Stretch. This week it's the Valero Texas Open at TBC San Antonio. And I am Knox Bayless and I am with Duncan and Neil Campbell from Golf Betting Club. And guys, this seems like a tournament, a final round, Neil, where literally anything could happen. Yeah, well, if it's anything like, like yesterday's round, that's going to be the case. I mean, the amount of times the leader uh, lead changed and... Uh, you know, at one point it was looking like um, JJ Spawn was going to come in with the lead after he got to 11 under on the 17th, but he finished poorly. And I think Dylan Fratelli got very lucky on 18 um, just to get out with that, to get out with a par. Um, so in the end, we've got four tied for the lead um, who are all at different stages of their career and the win means different things for them. So I, th- I think it goes all the way back to the five unders today. And, um, so there's a lot of players in for chance of winning. Wow. Well, we talk about the guys at the top on 10 under par, Brant Snedeker, Bo Hostler, Dylan Fratelli and JJ Spawn. And as you say, all at completely different stages of their careers and all fighting for a place to get in the Masters field, which has to be like such a motivating factor this week. But Duncan, I mean, the lead after Friday was 10 under par. That was Ryan Palmer, who had a terrible day on Saturday and really fell away. But the lead's still at 10 under par. I mean, it's not like these guys have mega catch-up to play, you know, the chasing pack. No, no, absolutely. You know, I think leaders do have a a good record at the Texas Open. You know, if you look at the last uh, five Texas Opens that we've had, the winners come from inside the top three after three rounds. So, you know, traditionally you wouldn't look too far back at the Texas Open. But really, you know, you've got got a lot of guys there within three shots of the lead. Um, And and with the course firming up and and playing a lot harder, you know, a a lot tougher over over the final 18 holes, you could you could perhaps see someone look to post a low round from from a little a couple of shots back, um, and, and you know if someone shoots a sixty six or, or a sixty seven even that could well be enough to you know maybe force a playoff uh, or, or certainly ask a question given the way that we we saw events pan out yesterday. I mean, it's a difficult course, and we knew that heading into the week. There, I mean, precision off the tee is premium. If you're anywhere off the fairway on certain holes then you're just dead I mean we look at Kevin Nye in 2012 when he shot what was it a 16 on the ninth hole and it just I mean yesterday I was looking down the leaderboard and the scores are high so Neil let's have a little look at the chasing pack then we mentioned the four who are on 10 under par Scott Stallings on nine nine under hasn't won on tour for a very long time Um, Matt Kutcher playing in his 500th PGA Tour event this week on eight under par. And then on seven under, I know that you're interested in one of these names, Maverick McNeely, Siwoo Kim, Aaron Rye, Denny McCarthy. Look at Denny up there. (laughs) (laughs) Troy Merritt, Charles Howell III, Gary Woodland, Brendan Todd, Kevin Chappell. Um, I had Maverick McNeely as my pick at the start of the week, so I was feeling quite good about that. But who have you got in the pack at seven under? Uh, you've just lost me with all those names there's so many people in it um, and I'm going to say it again if Denny McCarthy does win it's going to be an event like this where he's three shots back and there's absolutely no pressure on him uh, so you never know um, pre-event wise for our subscribers we're in quite a good place um, we've got Siwoo Kim was our headline bet this week so he was tipped up at 35 to 1 so he's he's free back he actually missed three 10 foot putts in his last five holes so he could have, you know, if he had his putter going in the back now, he could have been tied for the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got some big each-way players at the five-under mark in Hudson Swafford and Aaron Badley. Um, so they were tipped up at 
Um, crazy odds, I think 250 to 1 and 300 to 1. Okay. Um, so we're hoping for some moves there. Um, the one you've just mentioned there that, that you selected at the start of the week is one definitely to keep an eye on. He he was quite unlucky not to get in at lower than 7 under, Maverick McNeely. Um, and I just think this is the sort of um, opportunity for him that he might might take well to, you know, coming from off the pace. We've seen him do it at Pebble Beach um, last year and he was he was unlucky not to, to beat Daniel Berger that day. And I just think he's playing well enough. He's he's ranked second tee to green and in the top 10 for approach play as well. I really fancy him to make a move. So we will be um, making him our um, Sunday bet today. Okay. Um, yeah. So what odds are we getting for McNeely today? Duncan, what odds did we get? Yeah, we got 22 to 1 on McNeely today, uh, which which I think is fair, uh, you know, given given the talent that he has and the, the quality of his approach play so far this week. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we're in a good position uh, with, with some other bets so far this week. Um, but but certainly, you know, Maverick, I think, is one to add. And with, uh, with Top Gun 2 coming out, you know, next month, all <laughs> eyes on Maverick. Okay, well, let's go back to uh, some in-play bets. And I know you got some really good odds on two of the guys who are tied for the lead. Yeah, we, yeah absolutely. We, we were delighted with the move yesterday from Brant Snedeker. Um, so we tipped him up at the halfway stage. He was 90 to 1, which I found absolutely astonishing odds. Um, I must admit, I didn't expect him to be tied for the lead uh, coming into the final round. Um, but he played some beautiful stuff and he, he, he himself missed a, a short birdie put in the last to have the sole lead. He ranks first tee to green this week, so no one is playing playing better golf, really. Um, and we all know Brad Snedeker's uh, a multiple winner on tour. The, the, the only problem with Brad is he hasn't been in contention um, very much recently. Um, and on the last occasion, he actually um, let a good chance slip and he posted one of the worst scores of the round. But he does have the pedigree. Brant is usually a top-class putter, so if his tee to green game is there, it could all come together and he'll be back in the winner's circle, hopefully. Yeah, well, I mean, that is an amazing find by you guys because there's been no form from him of late. Opened with a 73, followed it up with a 66. So, you know, with those two rounds being so sporadic, for you to dig in and find him at 90 to 1 is amazing. So hopefully he can hang on in there. And then, Duncan, I know JJ Spawn is another guy that you got pretty good odds on when he's been playing well from the start. Yeah, absolutely. We got JJ after the first round. Um, it looked like there was going to be a bit of a weather bias in the event. Um, the afternoon starters in round two looked like they were going to have to play in some quite strong winds, whereas the morning starters in round two looked to have the better of conditions. So really, we thought JJ was was value at thirty three to one. Um, it didn't quite play out that way, you know. I think the the afternoon guys posted some quite good scores in the end um, and it wasn't maybe the advantage that we necessarily thought it would be um, but JJ was excellent you know yesterday uh, and finds himself in a tie for the lead going into the final round so he's certainly got a, a great chance you know given the record that, that leaders have around here um, and hopefully he can do the business for us at 33 to 1. Okay, I like it. So we've already said that we're adding Maverick McNeely into the mix with bets this Sunday. Anyone else that you're really looking at Neil? Um, not really, obviously. Um, I, th I think we've got to regard Dylan Fratelli as the favourite and the bookmakers agree. Um, so he's available at 9-2. to two. Um, Dylan, um, you know, he's a winner on tour already. Um, he's, he's got some top fives in massive events at the Masters and the Open. So, you know, apart from Brandt, he's probably got the most pedigree, you know, apart from Brandt in terms of wins. 
Um, and then, yeah, no, we, we've, we're in such a strong position. Um, but it feels like it's been the same same story the last few weeks. You know, last week, Kevin Kisner we had as a finalist and uh, Matthew Jordan and, uh, and the DP World Tour. I mean, he was leading leading my two shots after seven holes and we'd, we'd tipped him up at 90 to one. So we're just not getting the breaks um, in terms of the guys are getting over the line. But we've got so many good good chances today. Um, it has to happen. I've had a good feeling about today, but you know I've had a good feeling the last few weeks as well. <laughs> well, you got to keep, keep that good feeling, um, right? Well, let's move on to the parlay then, because we always have a great closing stretch parlay, and today there's going to be some really good matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, um, I think we won the last one as well. The last time we did an actual uh, YouTube show, I think we actually cashed the parlay, didn't we? So um, let, let, let's try and keep that heater going. Um, so they're out in three balls for the final round, uh, rather than, you know, you might normally see two balls. So we've only got two selections uh, for the parlay this week, uh, given that they're out in three balls, and you'll see some bigger odds. So the first of those is Hudson Swafford, uh, and Hudson's up against Johnny Vegas and Adam Hadwin. Um, now Hudson uh, is second, actually, to um, Snedeker uh, in, in terms of uh, approach this week. Uh, sorry, tee to green this week. Um, so he's playing really well, you know, he's, he's looking you know, good in terms of long game. And he outscored um, Hadwin in Vegas yesterday in round three. Um, and Hudson was one of our pre-event plays, given that he played really well last week as well. So he's got some, some nice steady form uh, and obviously outscored them both yesterday. And he's available at three to one, which, which I think is far too big uh, to beat Hadwin in, in Vegas. So we've got Swafford as the first uh, leg of the parley. And then the other one that we're looking at is Brant Snedeker. Um, so Brant Snedeker is up against Bo Hostler and, and Dylan Fratelli. Now, we obviously spoke about Fratelli being a potential danger, um, but, you know, you, you have to look at the odds. And, and so I think that the, the odds available are two to one on Snedeker to outscore Fratelli and Hostler in the final round, given his experience, given how well he plays at Valero. Um, you know, his, his record in, in this event is... is incredibly steady um, and with conditions getting firm and, and hard I think that suits Brant's strong approach play so um, we're looking at the double on Hudson Swafford and Brant Snedeker okay. and should get around 12 to 1 uh, on those two which I think is more than fair Okay um, Neil do you remember for the American Express I told you that I had a dream that Hudson Swafford won and then he actually did win Something similar happened to you this week didn't it? I'm not saying that you had a dream about him winning but you did hear from someone who did <laughs> Yeah, I was just scouring Twitter um, and I just noticed, you know, some, some random person just said they also had a dream that Hudson Swafford wins this week. So, you know, if that happens, then I don't know what we should do. Maybe we should just all... <laughs> no, and as you say, he's only five shots back on a course where we know um, scoring can be very unpredictable. So, man. At least we know he, at least we know he leads in strokes game dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which has to count for something. Okay then, so, well, some great in-play and pre-tournament bets and picks from you guys, which is incredible, and that's the value of Golf Betting Club and the work that you guys do. So, Duncan, how can people get involved and sign up to get these tips every week? Yeah, so you'll find us on Twitter, at Golf Betting Club, uh, where we post pretty regularly uh, and give like as much information as, as we can. Uh, and if you want to subscribe to our pre-event tips, you can do that on the website and you can find out how to do that. You can either sign up for our full year package um, or even our master's special. Uh, you know, we're offering um, a master's tips for, for next week if you just want to subscribe for that. Obviously a big one next week. 
Um, so if you don't want to commit for the full year, but want to try us out, you know, come on board for the Masters, uh, sign up, and we'll uh, we'll get those tips uh, over to you for next week, uh, which will include everything. You know, that'll be special bets, outrights, uh, three balls, match bets, you know, everything and anything uh, that we're betting on next week will be included in that. Um, so you'll find all the information on the website. Uh, and our Masters preview is on the website as well now. So if you want to get some uh, early research in for next week, log on to the website and have a look at our Masters preview as well. And we're going to be doing loads next week as well. Of course, we're going to have the show coming out next Sunday before the final round of the Masters gets underway. But Neil, we're going to be jumping on Twitter spaces. So if you've never used that before, it's brilliant because basically we can get on Twitter live and just have a chat. So we'll do that post round um, Thursday and Friday. And uh, we might do a little live watch along as well yeah the watch along i think could be some some good fun um so we can just we can talk about the play the play coming to an end on friday and especially with players making the cut it should be quite exciting and uh, also me and duncan can maybe give a bit of insight into how we sort of look for the value in play and maybe spot some prices um you know before the round finishes sometimes you can get good prices towards the end of the round before the bookmakers update their odds um, for the fresh round um, so lots to talk about and just really looking forward to next week now I know me too it's my favourite week of the year every year so follow along at Golf Betting Club on Twitter and um, we'll be putting everything up there so you know where we're going to be and when and yeah thank you for watching subscribe to this show and our YouTube channel we've got the podcast version as well and we will be back next week with all the chat and all the tips from Augusta National <laughs> <laughs>